This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers. Welcome to the Downward Spiral. Hold on. We're taking you way down. We start off strong and then it's downhill all the way. What do you mean strong now? Well, we start talking about nice things and then we end up talking about awful things. Okay. And then all of a sudden you get depressed. Or I get depressed. There you have it. All right. Welcome to Full Blast Podcast. And before we get into it, with another episode of The Downward Spiral with my good friend, Nico Tavernisi, let's take care of a little bit of business. First things first, I want to welcome aboard Total Boat. Total Boat makes adhesives, paints, primers, polishing compounds. This stuff is amazing. And I just showed my buddy Nico the UV Cure clear resin and it's this amazing resin that you pour and then they have this little uv flashlight and in 10 seconds it's it's hard it's amazing uh for boaters diyers we understand that you need projects to go smoothly that's why we're consistently finding ways to make our original products better easier to use more sustainable less expensive we even tinker with the packaging from time to time to make it more user-friendly Our real-world know-how is what separates us from giant chemical conglomerates and sets our stuff apart. I've been using this Total Boat for a while. Uh, I got some, and I got to use some of the UV Clear resin. I got to use the uh, high-performance two-part epoxy, which I use for my handle scales. And I actually just used some of the thick-set casting epoxy for a, uh, you know, all these guys like Keith Deason and Jer- Derek from Malden and Keith Johnson and even even um, even Jimmy DeRester are making these like pouring tables with this amazing thick set casting epoxy. And it's all from Total Boat. So if you go to TotalBoat.com and put in promo code FULLBLAST10, you're going to get 10% off your order. They're great. It started out being for boaters and stuff like that. And now they're kind of going into the DIY biz and they're working with a lot of great makers. And it's great stuff. I really do like it. Uh, I think the epoxy is really good, especially for handle scales. I'm really, really using it, and I'm enjoying it very much. So thanks again, Total Boat, for getting on board. I appreciate you. Next is Axe Wax. Axe Wax is an all-natural food-safe wax for your handles, for your steel, for your Damascus, for your wood, for whatever. It's great because you're offering something food-safe, especially if you're making uh, stuff for, you know, making culinary knives like I do. I made some uh, steak knives, and I used Axe Wax on it. And I know when I send it that I'm not going to have to worry about someone having, like, sensitivities or, at, you know, weirdness. It, it's, it's really, really great stuff. And if you go to AxeWax.us, put in promo code FULLBLAST10, you're going to get 10% off your order. And if you're in the U.K., go to UKKnifeSupplies.com and put in FULLBLAST10. They'll take it. They'll take and give you 10% off FULLBLAST10. Uh, if you're Australia, Nordic Ice nordicedge.com.au totally takes full blast 10 and then they're going to give you 10% off if you get axe wax and in the eu knifematerials.at keith colby is going to give you 10% off with promo code full blast 10 so go get yourself some axe wax the last thing is i have good news and bad news the good news is you're doing great you're working hard the bad news is you're wasting a little bit of time trying to get the things that you're trying to get done done with your website we're good at things you know how to make things but that doesn't mean you know how to make everything 
So why don't you get yourself a good website? Go to akinteractive.com slash full blast and Andreas Kalani will give you a beautiful website or he'll update your website or he'll make it more streamlined or he'll be able to figure out ways in which you're not doing business in the DMs because that's no one wants to do business in the DMs. It's for suckers. It's for suckers, I'm telling you. You have your website, have it all easy to do, have it with some commerce platforms. It's worth it. And, and Andreas Kalani's a maker, so he knows what he's talking about. He can speak your language and he'll fit you into something or fix something. Or he'll give you logo redesign. Or if you need to get tabletops done for a convention, he'll get those done too. So go to uh, akinteractive.com slash full blast. And all these promo codes are in the show notes wherever you're listening to this. And then the, the super duper last thing is, this, I will be at the Center for Metal Arts this March 26th and 27th teaching a friction folder class. I think there's one more slot available. So go get yourself into that. We're going to have some fun at one of the best places in the world to, to forge, the, one of the best uh, places for metalworking. I'm going to be teaching there. You're going to have some of the best places. Uh, you got, you got a, you're going to have a two-week workshop with, uh, with Salem Straub and Nick Anger and Peter Ross and the best of the best and me, the worst of the best. So go down to the Center for Metal Arts and get yourself, get yourself some real education, I'm telling you. And then the last, last thing is I'm also going to be at Dragon's Breath Forge open up another one-day bottle opener and tongs class, May 15th. I'm going to be teaching it in Connecticut at Dragon's Breath Forge with Matt Parkinson. They have a beautiful new space, and it's definitely worth it. So we're going to be forging bottle openers and tongs. So get yourself over there. Dragon's Breath Forge. You can check them out on check out their website, dragonsworthforge.com, or if you follow them on Instagram, you can look in their diet, their bio. It's Dragon's Breath Forge. And just to let you know, for all the classes I teach, all comers, uh, you don't have to have any experience. I'll, make, I'll get you through it, and you'll have a good time, I promise, okay? All right. Oh, listen, guys. Dude, that was like a, like a movie trailer. Dude, I, I'm so happy you're here. This is, this, is, this is without question. And if you don't know what the downward spiral is, you got to go back to the archives, because we, we've been putting him in for the past year and a half every so often. Nico Tavernisi is one of my closest friends. He is, like, truly a brother to me. And he and I started a podcast like over 12 years ago called The Downward Spiral. It's like over 12 years ago. And it was the most fun I ever had. And we did like put like 60 episodes in and some of them are really bad. But at the same time, we had a really good time. And now that I have the Full Blast podcast, when Nico's got a minute or two, he comes over here and we recreate the show that we had. And it's my favorite time. And I'm trying to get him in for the 100th episode because that's the one I want to, that's the one I want to hear for. Nico, how are you? I'm great. I got one question. Go Jeff. ahead. Shoot. Where is Total Boat located? Yeah, I, Rhode Island. No shit. Yeah. Total Boats, they're good dudes. They're actually, Kristen, one of the women who uh, runs it, and I went to the same, it turns out we went to the same college. We both went to Kenyon College. She was, we're different years, but it's a small world. Total Boat. Total Boat. That shit was crazy. That, that, U, that UV stuff was yeah. nuts, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's bizarre. But it was, it was great stuff. Fucking science. Science. Um, How you been? I'm, gr- I'm great. I'm great. Good to be. What's new? You know, fucking war. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up that. because uh, all you like my news feed is like shows live like shelling rounds in you yeah. know Kiev or wherever this you know this, the eastern city yeah. in Ukraine, and then right below it is like, why aren't we showing all the Oscars this year, dude? Can I just tell you something? This Fuck this me. actually might be this, this is probably going to come out two weeks after we. So we it, when this comes out, it'll probably be two weeks after we film it, so or we record it. So who knows what happens in the next two weeks? 
I'm willing to take on bets if you want, but that's up to you. What, that Zelensky gets killed? I don't know. I mean, I obviously don't want this to happen. I tell you what the funny, back to when you said that your feed and it's like shelling and then the Oscars. I have people who on Twitter that I know that I love, they're great and everything like that. But it, hilariously, I get these, you get these really well-written tweets, you know, obviously as well-written as a tweet can be. Yeah. Heartfelt and supporting in my time in, in, in Ukraine, my time in the, and my heart goes out and I don't know what to do and I'm curled up in a ball, blah, 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 blah. And then the next tweet is, they post their Wordle score. Yeah. <laughs> and that, to me, that yeah, to yeah. me is the best. Yeah. I mean, I hate to make it's jokes humanity. about it. No, but it's true. Yeah, it's just like, it's this, it's like, you put your you put your post up of the uh, of the Ukrainian flag. I support yeah. Ukraine. And hey, listen, I got yeah. you Wordle in three. Yeah, and here's my dog taking <laughs> yeah. a shit. I love the internet. It's, oh, it's fucking amazing. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I mean, humans. They're just we're fucking batshit. This is this is a bad time. My my, <laughs> my my poor kid. My poor kid has been about two years in the pandemic. She's and she's like they went out to go. They went out to look at colleges this week. This this past the past week. And she comes home and she's like, what, I get two weeks of pandemic and now what? World War Three? What else? What else? She's like, what the fuck am I, she goes, what the fuck am I studying for the SATs for? Tell I me. Know, I, in fact, my kid, due to last night, was like, was like, so where, how much warning would we have for like a, a missiles coming towards us? It's a good question. And I was like, that? And I was like, oh, we have a, we have an iron curtain like Israel. You know, we're totally, and I was like, I have no idea, dude. But. If it was New York City, we'd be in problem was in it was like right, right before he goes to sleep. I yeah, want to yeah. be like, we're fucked, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good well, night. I mean, you know, we we do live next to uh, Indian Point, the nuclear facility. Yeah, we're always kinda, been a we're problem. So we got Manhattan and and a nuclear uh, plant. Great proximity stuff. Um, no, I don't. You know, it's one of those things. Fuck. I mean, in fact, my sister's there, Sabrina. She's a Times New York Times journalist, and uh, she's now hosting the Daily. The, the podcast, the podcast, the New York Daily. Times podcast. Yeah, how's she doing? She Which like is it? amazing. If you guys listen to it, it's it's fucking crazy because it's. She went there about a week and a half ago. Did you just Go lose ahead. all power? No, no, no. Oh. Go ahead. And um. Anyway, so you know, it was before you know everybody's like, yeah, Putin's bluffing, blah blah blah. You know, it's not gonna, it won't happen here. It's crazy. And then it fucking happened, but it happened. On February twenty fourth, that was Sabrina's birthday. So I w- I wished her a happy birthday, like, hey, happy birthday! I knew she was in Ukraine, and then I looked at the news, and I was like, holy fuck! Now is she in the Ukraine now? She's she's in uh, Kiev in Kiev right now. I think she's supposed to leave there. So it's what ten o'clock right now. She's probably on her way to Lviv. Which is the city on the far west near Poland, and we're and we're recording two weeks before, two weeks plus. So this is you know this, is, this takes two weeks. Well, I got a couple of guys. I'm gonna I gotta sneak in and dude, mine was done like two. Weeks. Oh no, 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 no! This no, is scheduling I'm, I'm, I'm things. It's scheduling. Oh right, I got I got like a backup. You just do so many of them. Well, I gotta back them up, otherwise I can get them done. So <clears> um, so is she is she so so is she nervous or? Yeah, she's nervous, but I think it's. I mean, she was lucky she wasn't in. Ah, I'm going to butcher these names. That's right. Kharkov, Kharkov, the city of the east, the one that just got fucking carpet bombed yesterday and today. Like the video security, like footage of. So what is the she? Cluster th- bombs I mean, hitting. when she talks to people on the street, I mean, what is she? What she the- talks to some soldiers uh, who are 
literally digging a fucking trench near the highway on the outskirts of Kiev. And they were like, this kid was just like, you know, my sister's like, well, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? And he was like, because I don't want to die. <laughs> like, that's they're, very, they're very, over, they're very, I mean, they're just like, well, they're it, kids though, you know? The crazy part, I mean, the whole thing's crazy. Yes. The whole thing is totally bananas. Right. And now they're starting to, you know, you're, the whole world is against Putin right now. Which, I mean, for at least that's the one time that we're, we're getting some, you know. Yeah, I mean, the, of, the problem is he holds probably the world's largest nuclear arsenal. So what are you going to do, you know? You can't fuck with him. There's there's weird theories going around that he's not well. Like yeah, I well. read that. Like the, his like head mentally, is swollen. Yeah, yeah. No, his like head is swollen from oh, maybe weird. steroids and stuff. Oh wow. His head's a little puffy. Yeah, it's really puffy. And that's like that's like telltale signs. Yeah, that's of, some that's some South Park some, shit. Happening. That's some that's some J- Jason Giambi Barry Bond Jeez. shit. That's yeah. some that's some big head. Those are baseball that. players. Oh, they were juicing at the in the time. But it's it's terrifying and scary. But I can't you know. What's the interesting thing about it is the, how social media is making a huge social media. Might, I mean, hope this guy, I mean, Zelensky stays alive, but I swear to God, this, if, it, if it, anything helps this, this whole situation, social media is like galvanizing people. Dude, he's, he's, he's going to be a martyr. He's going to be a martyr. Yeah. Because he was a social media guy before. He was an entertainer. Oh, yeah, comedian, before. that's yeah, right. He was a comedian. He did like, he was a singer and a dancer and shit like that. So he knows how to use the stuff. And yeah. it, in the beginning, I was kind of like, oh, God, man, dude, just fucking, just, uh, you're dead. It's Russian army. Like, what are you going to do? Right. But the more he stands there and on the phone saying, I'm right here, motherfucker, and, like, telling yeah, the U.S., yeah, I don't need sweet. bombs. I need a, I don't need, uh, I don't need a, I don't ride. Need a ride. Yeah, I need, I need, I need weapons. Yeah. yeah. I mean, things like that, The because of social media and because of viral whatever, it can, you know, a tone can change about something in a fucking instant. I mean, look at the whatever anti-vax and all that, you know, conspiracy shit, just the Q and stuff like that. That shit is, that would have never survived in a, before Facebook and Twitter, right. before social media. The echo chamber. And I'm sure there was tons of that shit, you know, yeah. like paper, tinfoil on your head and shit. But nobody gave a shit. Now, you know, everybody's third cousin can relate because right. they live in Indiana. You know, I don't fucking know. It's just, it's one of those things, but so Zelensky's really smart to do this. So, and what he's also did was he he asked for EU clearance, like for them to right. be admit, even if it's like posthumously, because it's the fucking Russian. There's forty miles of of yeah, a caravan coming yeah. at them. I mean, what came in the other day was just a, a little like, bleep, yeah. just a little pinprick to see how they felt. Yeah. And basically to scare people to get the fuck out. And then, I mean, it's, it's Russia. We're not talking about fucking Moldovia or Romania coming to attack. This is the fucking... It's totally crazy. I, I mean, you read a lot of the stuff about, <coughs> you know, him trying to kind of bring back the, you know, the, you know his, his feeling. I, 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 can't, I don't pretend to be a political scientist. I read stuff and I you know, say stuff. And I don't, especially on this podcast, I don't try to espouse anything. But it is, the whole story is, it's... It's fascinating, but it, the crazy part is, it's like it really has nothing to do with a lot of the, these poor Russian people. Have nothing yeah. to do, you know. They're like, you know, these Russian soldiers are half of them are, you know, they're criminals. Some of them are criminals, and yeah. they don't know what the, they didn't know. There's reports that they didn't know what they didn't even. They thought they were going on like a exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of them are just fucking kids. You know, they're just like they have to. They're cons- they're not conscripted, but they're 
Oh, dude, you're drafted. You know, I I, th- I have a feeling that when you're in a place like Russia, like when they tell you to <laughs> yeah, do something, yeah. I don't think it's like a, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't think you can. Like, I don't think you're like yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna conscientiously <laughs> object. I'm gonna burn my bra. <laughs> yeah. and then I'm gonna burn my bra. And you yeah, can't do no. anything about it. Yeah, you're fucking. Fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. They put you in like penal the monkey colonies. cage. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, penal colony. They have penal colonies yeah. and shit. In the in Siberia, yeah, have fun. In the gulag. Hillary told Hillary sent me uh, this new thing in terms of how social media is changing. There are these like, I you know actually, right the second day after the invasion, I was listening to the radio and this guy came called the local you know radio NPR and was saying was trying to explain how to do Molotov cocktails on the radio. Right. And it was like they had to cut them. I was just like, I wonder when the the hell host is going <laughs> to yeah, cut right. them off because yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't. It's like right. you can't like teach someone how to make a bomb on the yeah, radio. Yeah, you can't yeah. give a recipe on right. fucking NPR, right. you know. And and they cut him off because he's just like get a bottle and, yeah, and like, yeah. oh. And then you know she she knows from NPR. She doesn't yeah, know yeah, it. Yeah. She isn't prepared yeah. for like you know dealing with like you yeah, know how right. to build a Molotov cocktail. Right. So they got rid of him, and then now that's what they're doing in in the the radio stations and the internet stations in in um, there's there's tick yeah there's TikTok accounts yeah there's a TikTok account Hillary sent me of how to it, this little TikTok girl mm. how you can uh, operate uh, oh yeah and in Russian the tank. LRVs or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like it's, it's like it's like one of these Japanese anime girls yeah, and she's yeah. putting the peace sign up and yeah. Hell! And yeah. she gets in, and you press this and press oh that, and it's God. like it's cut like this, like YouTube uh, TikTok yeah. video, but how to like, you know, take over a Russian tank. Yeah, it's fucking bananas. That's nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, the the interesting thing too is that now it's not interesting. Never mind. Go I was going to talk about Elon Musk, but fuck that guy. Oh, that um, he's giving the star tag? Starlink, yeah, because oh, you can well, see the internet shutting down. It's blah, good. Blah, blah. That, I mean, at least he's so, doing something. I'm going to change subjects really quickly. Go ahead, Jeff, please. you look fantastic. Thank you. You look fantastic, but your hands need some work, son. My hands are always bad. They've been bad you since have day literally one. Like I have blood. You have like you need stitches in one. I hand. have the worst hands of What's all. What's going on there? There, it's a you know problems. Jesus, dude. Yeah, I get cuts. I get my shit. Yeah, is bad. Well, I, I mean obviously because sh- of what you do. I got bad but... hands. I've always had bad <clears throat> hands. And then that goddamn YouTube, that goddamn YouTube video. They, you know what they sent it to me about that? You know what? that YouTube video was in the Epicurious. Yeah, video? yeah, yeah. You know what the best comment of all time was? What he looks like he went to third base with a pencil sharpener. What is that? They fingered a pencil sharpener. That's fucking good. That's a oh, fucking that's good a really one. good one. Okay, okay. <laughs> that took was me a really while. good. I was just like, <laughs> it took you a while, but I was just like, I was like, goddamn it, that was the best goddamn thing I'd ever heard. Yeah. So yeah, my hands look like shit, but I feel good. I feel really good. So yeah, that's. Uh, but you know, you should just get those. Get fucking. I have those silicone gloves and put some fucking coconut oil. Or I gotta do something. Come I gotta on, dude. You're taking great care of your body. I gotta take care. Take of my care hands. of your my fucking hands skin. Are in bad shape. My hands are in bad shape. Because if your hands go, dude, sorry, you're not really. But, a I mean, makers. You're right. Tough. No, that's hundred percent. You know, I, I gotta <clears> figure something. In the winter, they get. They but it's get easy, dry. and it'll actually it'll the, it'll feel so great. So what's your what's your what's your? We're not talking wear, Molotov cocktails. No, we're talking about we're talking about skincare. Go ahead. Because my skin gets fucking crazy dry, and what I do is I, you know, you get silicone gloves or whatever, just, yeah. you know, and you you get some coconut oil and whatever. On top of the silicone gloves? No, dumbass. You put it <laughs> under your hand, and then you put the gloves on it. And then what does that do? You look cool as shit, because you walk around with black latex gloves all day with this fucking... Gluck inside? Yeah. And what does that do for with the, with the covering? What does it do to the covering? It, it stops, because most of the time, you know, there's a lot of water, you know, things yeah, yeah. going on, yeah. and... and that's the problem is that my hands got so fucked up from COVID because you're basically washing your hands 3,000 times yeah, a day. Yeah. 
And um, now that I kind of like push that out of my system and, you know, the, all the hygiene stuff, I'm like, okay, my hands got really fucked. But so what I did was, uh, yeah, latex gloves and some just whatever and how fucking long hand sap. You, you put it on for an hour. You walk around, but you look cool as shit because you look like you're about to murder some. <clears throat> so what are you working on? Oh, well, I finished seven months. What's seven months? That's how long I work. Oh, you we finished in for the it'll, four, four dead ringers. Yeah, dead ringers was seven months. Okay, that ended. Thank God. And then, um, and so now I got I got like a couple weeks off, and then I go to Pittsburgh next Friday. I go to Pittsburgh with uh, Tom Hanks, oh. which would be cool. What what can you talk? Yeah, about it's a it? it's it's a it's actually a really famous Swedish film, A Man Called Ova. But this one's called A Man Called Otto. It's depressing as fuck. It's just, you know, it's Hanks and plays this older dude who lost his wife and is about to kill himself and then discovers these neighbors who move in next door and they, like, run over his mailbox. It's a really black comedy. But it's, I don't know. You know, Hanks is just the coolest dude in the world. Yeah. And, you know, getting the call from his lady Rita, who's super cool, and she was like, we'd love for you to come out here. And it's Pittsburgh in the winter, mostly exterior. It's going to suck. Yeah. But I'm only going for like a month or so. And it's kind of like an indie thing. But it's Hanks. And he's the fucking, he's oh, the nicest dude ever. There's, I mean, how bad? How it's bad? a lot of love. I mean, that's the thing. He's just, because he's so nice, I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll. Well, it's um, Hanks. Yeah. It's not like. No, no, no. If he was a dick, would you go? No fucking way. Really? Yeah. No way. No way. You don't think so? No. I don't. I turn a lot of movies down if an actor's a dick in it. What have you turned down lately? What have you turned down lately? Um, well, what have you turned down that you regret turning down? I just turned down Zack Snyder. For what? A science opera. Science opera. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Five months in L.A. I turned down. What have you turned down in the past that you wish you didn't turn down? Uh, I don't know about that. Because you got stuff that you can't talk about, which I'm like, uh, drives me. The last episode, you said that there was a there was something that you hopefully are going to be working on that you can't talk about. And then when you, when the when I turned everything off, oh, there's more news me. to that. Good news, but you can't talk. I about can't it. talk about it. You talk so about anyways, after, this. Is so good. I wish I could talk about it. <laughs> so annoying. The uh, so and then and then I go to Boston uh, for summer. Right. It's uh, a this Italian director named Luca Guadagnino, who did uh, the remake of Suspiria, and he also did a great movie called Call Me By Your Name with Chalamet. And it's with uh, Zendaya, who's hot to try right now. You like she's, her. Yeah, she's awesome. I, she, she worked, she's super cool. I did, you worked with her on, on Greatest, uh, Showman. Greatest Showman. But I just finished watching Euphoria. If you ever get a chance. Is it's that like, good? It's really good. The first season's really good. The second season, the second season's depressing as fuck. My kid likes it. It's good. It's it's dirty as shit. I feel bad watching it. Like really? I shouldn't be watching like this kids? much nudity. Oh, is it like kids? It's high schoolers just fucking, you know. Uh, my kids watch. It. But it's just Don't it's worry. Um, No, it's good. It's like every you know, you should kids should watch this shit cuz it's basically what happens when you do too much fucking fentanyl, you know. Oh. I said to her, like, should I watch this show? And she goes, nah, I don't think it's for you. <laughs> like, okay, no I mean, problem. The, you know, the first season's really good, really good. And it's got humor, and it's got, but it's, it's, it's aggressively with nudity, right. which is too much. You're just kind of like, okay, all right, dicks. great. If I w- dicks and 
titties all in your you're like oh that's i don't need to see them fucking again yeah. i understand your concept of fucking making this plot work and then you look at the director and the guy who wrote it and he's really skeevy looking and you're like you know i always i remember when i was younger and kids came out that was our generation Kids, yeah. with, with, sure. Uh, Harmony Corinne did kids. Yeah, but look, look who that was. That I mean, fucking like... movie. That fucking movie was so close to what it was like in New York. Yeah, it was like crazy. I mean, not as the kids I hung out with weren't like that kind of Eminem style, the yeah. you yo yo yo. But it was like it was just like that. Yeah. There was, I mean, kids was so close to the vest. It was like yeah. it was hard to watch. Yeah, yeah, it was hard to watch. But, um. And that actually to the point where I couldn't watch any more of his movies. Yeah. It was just like, it, it, Kids was tough. That was Chloe Seven. And then, and then, yeah, and then Gummo. I never watched, I couldn't Oh my it. God, it's crazy. It's great. Gummo's awesome because it's just so fucked up. But you work with, uh, uh, Chloe Seventy. No. No? I, I never worked did. with Chloe. I thought you worked Maybe with Maybe I did. I don't remember. The, uh, that movie, that movie fucked me up. Kids, kids fucked, fucked a lot of people up. Kids fucked me up because that was New York and it yeah. was the kids in the, this particular age. Yeah, was it was like great. There was a, I remember when I lived in, I was living in Brooklyn at that when kids came out and like a friend of a friend came over and was like, hey, I got a blind date tonight. Where should I take her? And we said, oh, go see kids. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> There's the whole rape scene with the AIDS and stuff. There was, it was great. That mo- I would say that that movie was, so, and then Rosario Dawson was in it. Yeah. And it's Chloe Seventy. There was yeah. a, there, there and was, that skate punk kid who died, right? That black kid with the kind of small little like that weird remember. nose and the haircut. He I was, don't remember the. I only remember Rosario Dawson. That was like Rosario Dawson's first movie. And yeah, so, I swear. God, that, and they were like it, fucking fifteen or dude, something like that. It seemed more like a documentary yeah. than a movie. Yeah, that was it. Was so real. It just so, it felt so real. Yeah, this so Euphoria is is definitely not. It maybe it's California real, but it's it's. All the characters are are way over the top, exaggerated to get the point across or something. But it's beautifully shot, so it's all shot on film, which is kind of rare these days. And it looks fantastic. So, and the character, the writing's really good. It's just, you know, whatever. So Zendaya, so I'm doing this film in Boston. It's about tennis. Okay. I have no idea. It's gonna be hot. Finally, saw Don't Look Up. Oh yeah, depress the shit out of me. Yeah, as it should. I don't know how. I don't know how you guys filmed them. There were so many. You when you were taught you you actually, if you listen to one of the previous downward spirals, is actually it was right, it was right after the, the first one after the pandemic. Mm. You were on that set. Yeah. I, how did they do? How did they run that whole movie with so many people without vaccines and just using protocol? Fuck ton of money. Fuck ton of money. Yeah. Because if you watch that movie without really knowing that it was filmed in September yeah. of 2020, yeah. you would. There's no thought of like there being anything other no, than it was, it was terrifying. We had, you know, there was times when we were at 4 a.m. in a field with snow coming down, and the line was about a half an hour to wait to get your fucking nose swabbed three different times, and then you just sit in your car and wait for two hours the test to come back so those were original you know pcr rapid right which cost i don't know 500 bucks each jesus and we had a 200 300 person crew oh my god and we did millions. that every day millions millions so but we were the test we were the guinea pig i was talking to my one of my last interviews with an of someone in acting 
was Josh Radner, and he was taught. He's uh, was on uh, How I Met Your Mother, and he was a college friend. And he was saying that now making movies, he's made a few films, and he's involved from a different a- angle than you are. Yeah, he was saying that like now with testing, it's like it's like fifteen percent, fifteen percent budget goes to goes to COVID COVID protocol now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot, but it's just gonna, it's whatever. It's a it's a limited thing. Producers are dying to get rid of it, you know. Well, it seems like it's almost gone. <laughs> I mean, if you look at, I mean, you look at, if you look at everything, dude. I don't know what's the next variant. What if the next variant fucking you know makes you go blind? I don't fucking know. I mean, you. But it seems as though I mean, I I, I go to the supermarket, and no one's wearing a mask. Yeah, because look where we live. I know, but they were wearing masks. So I go every week, and every week I kind of do like a, like a, I just see what's going on. Right, when was the last time you were in Manhattan? Been a long time. Everyone's oh, still wearing masks. Last time I was in Manhattan, it was yeah. Every people were wearing masks. Yeah, because they masks. got the shit shocked out of them. And up here, meh. No, people aren't wearing masks. People aren't wearing masks. I don't give a fuck. You know, because it didn't affect them directly. Maybe jobs or something like that, but they're over it. I mean, I'm, you know, whatever. We're I'm, over I'm it. Burnt. We're I'm burnt. We're all fucking over it. I mean, it, you know when, you know when the weather's like this, and we open the fucking bay door and we're like, wow, it's really nice out. It's fucking cold and nasty out, but right. we're just we're over the fucking winter. And I think that's what it feels like. It feels like, whatever. Should I wear a mask? I don't fucking know. It's oh, enough. I forgot my mask. Whatever. I mean, I'm still. To me, it still protects me because I like intimidating people with masks yeah, i think yeah. that's really fun yeah you are intimidating and i and i think it keeps fucking colds away i don't want to get a fucking cold i work around so many fucking people See, it's like that's the thing is like now i have like a payroll with like people on the payroll yeah i can't afford to take a week off yeah i can't afford to take two weeks off right so like i get i'm very like yeah you but know. you won't get physically told to stay home no when i had covid I just came to the shop. I felt good enough to just come to the shop. Yeah. And I, I didn't see anybody. But if I test positive on set, yeah, I'm shut down. Anywhere. You're shut down. Yeah. So that's, you know, to me, I would lose work. I would lose money if I got COVID. No matter what fucking, right. how I felt. Right. I mean, I guess there's like a five-day turnaround now. There's probably going to be a three-day turnaround. Right. Pretty soon they'll be like, hey, you have no symptoms. You tested positive. Oh, well. Like, Well, they're just, they just, the school system here just said that the kids don't have to wear masks. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I'm uh, unvaccinated. You know, it's not mandatory. Uh, I think this, Matt, I think you have to be vaccinated in our school. Or maybe you don't. What? No, no maybe you don't. No, 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 you don't. You don't. There's no school in the U.S. Yeah, you have to that's be vaccinated. right. That's right. Can you imagine the parents right. would fucking vomit? <sighs> oh, they did already. Anyways. Um, <laughs> All right, um, we talked about politics. Yeah. We talked about the COVID. <laughs> talked about movies. Well, that's what shit's happening. That's the shit that's happening. But, um, oh, and then I come back to Brooklyn to work with this guy, Jonathan Nolan, Christopher Nolan's brother. Well, Jonathan Nolan made this cool show on HBO called Westworld. Okay, I haven't watched it, but I heard of it. It's really good. Yeah? It's cool. I mean, it's based on the Ewell Brenner thing. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's really well done, and it's, I kind of lost me at, like, the second season, but, you know, it's fucking robots. Right. And they're in an old West town. So, anyways, this new one he's doing the, it's a show for Amazon. It's about the video game Fallout, okay. which I was a big fan of uh, a while ago, and it's just dystopian. It's basically what would happen if nuclear war happened in 1950, and we stayed same kind of homogenous, kind of like you know, here's your casserole, put it in the microwave. Meanwhile, there's mutants outside. 
and people live in these underground bunkers. And but the whole production team from Westworld, which is great, they're fucking amazing. And it, the alternate realities that they create are really cool. Um, so, so you're gonna work on that? Yeah, Walter Goggins is the star of it. He's fucking awesome. Who's he? Walter Goggins is. Do you watch uh, the Righteous Gemstones? No. Dude. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, oh yeah, with, with uh, Danny McBride. Yeah, Danny McBride. So, anyways, he plays like the the brother of the of John Goodman's character. Goggins is like he's a cool character actor. Google him and look at his face and be like, I know that fucking dude. Yeah. Um, but he's 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 the main actor in it. And he plays like some kind of mute, which is, is it, cool. Is he gonna be a series? It's a series, but I'm only doing the pilot with Nolan. Um, because then, when that, as soon as that ends, I go on to can't talk about not it. that one, different oh. one, another you can't talk about. Yeah, but this one, Fuck. yeah. The one that you can't talk about from last time? I don't know how many fucking people... good. Yeah, I don't know how... Oh. Yeah, I know. I don't know if I can talk about... Don't it. talk about it. I don't okay. want to get you Kanahura. That's it. ASMR. That's ASMR. <laughs> that just sounds like a fucking sexual... Back in the thing. day, back in the day, he used to say some things that I'd be like, I hope he doesn't get in trouble for this. And thankful God no one was listening. But now, here's... You know what the problem is? Yeah, I don't know how many listeners you have. I got like because it used to just be I tell like you, I can tell you, and Brandon. I can tell you, I can tell you because I got I I was working I'm working with this mental <laughs> health company if they get their fucking asses together I'm supposed to work with them Jesus dude I know well I mean you know they're not they're shit. not getting what back to oh. me so but they they um they asked for our numbers and the numbers are really good like the numbers are really good wait what the numbers for this show are really good oh I thought you were talking about like your mental health no no my my mental health's fine. Hey, do you know that metal arts sounds like mental arts? Yes, that's why when I used to work for the Center for Metal Art Center for Metal Arts, I used to call it because some of the people there were nuts. I called it the Center for Mental Art all the time, all the time, all the time. In fact, when you said it in the beginning, I thought you said mental arts. Yeah, so mental like arts. Yeah, yeah. I used to say that all the time because one of the owners was a nut. So. Oh, well, that makes sense. So it's like just seemed like yeah, mental arts. appropriate. Fucking mental arts. But, but you know what's interesting is I've been talking to a lot of people who are there's so many shows being developed for streaming services. Do you, are you noticing that there's a lot of a lot of people who are a lot of things being developed greenlit and stuff? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, what's the what do you notice? I mean, dude, just think about it. So the writers' strike that happened in I don't even know when it was ninety eight, ninety nine, something like that. It shut down Hollywood for. Four months. It didn't it give birth to reality TV. Yes, but before that, so think about that. Four months, it was down. After that, there was like three hundred productions that started right when they started. The difference is, COVID was what a almost a year, and the writers were fucking writing. Right. So you basically have a a giant backlog backlog of shit that can be shot but because production physically shut down now they're open back up i'm literally getting i mean i'm getting calls every every week. really yeah every week to do something like yeah that snyder thing was like oh come out mid-march through end of august do you think that this you know that kind of pause in production is going to yield really good stuff coming out no course not it's really just, yeah but it's just, it's gonna be gack they're you, just you they're, they, all they want to do is fill in the spaces that's left so they're gonna the so coast, this is the chance this is, so this is the chance to to <clears throat> oh yeah if you had a project and you wanted to like get out there now is the fucking time 
it would get greenlit. Well, you, th- you think with streaming services too? Sure. More so. Oh, so, so you think the streaming services are greenlighting more product <clears throat> of products? Course, of course. Wow. Of course. They're greenlighting it, but then they're also shutting them down. That was quickly. That the was turnover rate is fast. The turnover rate, you know, actually, I, a friend of mine, a couple of friends of mine were on the, the show Metal Shop Masters. Yeah. They went through, I, I, I talked to one of the judges and I talked to one of the contestants, and it seemed like it was going to be gone for a second season. Yeah. And then we saw that the guy who owned the shop, where the shop where it was filmed, was starting to sell all the tools. So that was just like, Shit. okay, Whoops. I guess we're not yeah. going to be doing season two. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's, it seems as though, you know. I mean, it's Wild West right I now. hear right now, I hear a number of friends of mine <laughs> who are involved in, like, more than just doing sizzle reel. They're, they're, they're pitch, lots of shows are being pitched right now. Yeah. Like, in the maker community. Yeah, and not only that, like, documentaries. <clears throat> anything that can, anything that can be watched on a fucking telephone, on your smartphone, is going to be fucking It's insane. Did you see the Tinder swindler? No, I read about it. I kept seeing it, was, it and I was like, It was huh? interesting. Craig Lockwood got me into it, and it, it's about this guy. You can smoke. Go ahead. You don't have to go anywhere. You stay right there. It's fine. Right, I don't no, no, it's fine. Right. I, don't, I don't want this show to sound good. I don't mm. give a shit about it. I don't, want, don't go anywhere. So, so the Tinder swindler is about it. Craig, this is all your fault. So the Tinder swindler is about this guy. Keep who's saying this that word pro- again. Tinder swindler, it's not easy. So the Tinder swindler was a guy who, who had a profile on Tinder, and then he would lure these women with private jets, and then blah, 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 blah. And there were these women who really wanted, they wanted companionship. They were Tinder people. They loved t- Tinder, right? So he would start in by taking them on these elaborate jet planes, and they would, she, they would you know, he would use incredible amounts of money in the beginning, and he would uh, create this sense of, of love were they very pay- quickly. Or what? I don't get it. They were so. What was happening was it was ultimately. I don't want to ruin it, but it was like a Ponzi scheme. Like yeah. he was oh, okay. scamming people to use money for the next client. New, yeah. So he was. He had like a few different girls wrapped up. Yeah. And then one was paying for the other one, and then paying for the other one, and then luxury meals. And the next thing you know, I mean, that sounds cool, but it doesn't sound as good as that. What's her name? Well, here's the, the here's New York, what's interesting. The New Yorker chick. Who... Here's what's interesting. The interesting part is the way it's filmed. It seemed as though it was all filmed on. Like, a lot of it was, like, just showing messages off the cell phone. Right. Like, the filming in and of itself, there was, like, I would say more than a third of it was almost, you know, like, looking at, a, looking at phone oh, conversations. So there was, wasn't as much yeah, on-location so stuff. The budget was probably... The budget was probably smaller. a lot smaller yeah. because they were using videos from, videos from, you know, the WhatsApp, yeah, yeah. using the conversations from the WhatsApp. And you could see right. that... So it seemed as though that they didn't have to go as far... And it was interesting. It was a fascinating story. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. worth the watch. But it was interesting because you get the feeling like it was made let made with less money. Yeah, and they made it a compelling. But like there wasn't there was they they went places. And I they, mean, think about it too. Like with the, it must have been made. I know, before but with, COVID. even with cell phone cameras and shit like that that are coming out, you can film anything. Like it doesn't take a fucking Spielberg production to make goddamn. You know, it's like you can film it on your fucking phone. It's as long as the content is good, people will fucking. Well, watch that's it. see, that's the so that's the question. So, so what's and and then the real question is is when what's the cutoff with 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 Hollywood to get people to go to the movies or go to the movie theaters or they just say fuck it, just we're gonna do pay per view. I don't know. That's that's their bag. I, the problem with Hollywood is that 
like a lot of things, they're just dinosaurs and they're they were late to the game. Would you and they th- got swallowed whole? Do you think that I mean I remember I remember before the pandemic there were a lot of movie theaters telling people don't watch it at home, go to the theaters. This is the experience and then obviously during the pandemic, you obviously not going to the theater. Right. And it seemed like a lot of movies like Spider Man and uh, No Way Home and or I don't know, whatever the fuck three spider guys in there. Yeah. You, you couldn't watch it at home. Yeah. And then I know Batman's coming out, and I heard that they're going to put it on HBO Max after 45 days of the opening. Right. So it's just a question of, is Hollywood, have they made the decision of whether or not to abandon movie theaters, or are we... Dude, you're asking the wrong guy. Well, you have some... You, have some, you, have you know some, what? You have Honestly, the only reason I care about movie theaters is for my kid to watch it. That's it. But he's seen them in the movie theater. I had, the last time I saw a movie was Joker in the theater but i went to the theater last week what'd you say i saw jackass how was it it was fantastic dude it was fantastic i fucking when i saw the first jackass when it came out Mm. i never laughed harder in my life than seeing the original jackass in the theater so dude my kid and we took his friend and char and i went my wife and and uh it was like that or scream and i was like uh whatever and the Kids were just like, yeah, fucking jackass. And then we're in the car, and I turned back, and I was like, guys, there's going to be a lot of penises and a lot of buttholes. Yeah. So just be prepared. Good warning. First fucking scene. Godzilla coming down the street. It's all directed by Spike Jones at the beginning. Yeah. And it's a giant fucking dick. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they zoom out, and it's like Pontius like, with his Johnson painted green. And like you know, it has little puppet things on it and shit. They love that. shit. It was fucking great. It was great. I you know, and the kids were just like. Were... I in re- fact, you to look kind of leaned in. He's twelve, and he was like, "Is this a documentary?" Like he, <laughs> <laughs> like he thought it was going to be a movie, movie. Like he didn't yeah. understand. And he's like, "Are these actors?" I was like, "No, these are fucking real idiots doing yeah. stupid things. They just happen to film it, and it's funny." Was it funny? Yeah, it was, of course. Was it as good as all the other ones? Yeah, or? of course. It's all you know. It's, damn, I love. I when yeah. that first came out, I remember like, I think I bought the v, the VCR, like, the VHS tape, tape. The VHS tapes. You haven't said VHS in a long time, dude. When they first started out on, on MTV, I was like, couldn't get enough of it. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw the movie, yeah. I, I was, I was, I was, I was in pain. Yeah, the pain. We were, pain. we actually the next day we watched Jackass One. Oh, just to, but they, you know they fucked with people who didn't know. What was going on? I don't like that stuff. And this stuff is just them fucking with each other. I don't like... I think they got into so many lawsuits that they were just like... Uh, I didn't like the, like, the, you know, dressing when Johnny Knoxville dressed up like the old man and then, yeah. like, you know, you know... I, I didn't like it when other people were involved. I always liked it when they just did it to each other. And that's what it's turned into. Yeah. So, anyway, so that was, a, you know, I went to the movie theater. I haven't been to the movie theater in, what, three years? And then I went to Jackass. I don't know. It was fun. But there's fucking weirdos. It's like this woman sat down, like... Right next to us. I'm like, it's a fucking empty theater. What are you doing? Why, why, why would you, you sit next to us? Why would you, why'd you do that? Because he's a human. Humans are fucking batshit crazy. I don't know. We got up was it an empty? Was it in an empty theater? Yeah, there was like seven people in there. Whoa. Yeah. Was this an odd, odd time for the movie? Yeah, it was, like, it was like... 11? No, it was like Wednesday afternoon at like oh, yeah, yeah. 4 o'clock or 3 o'clock. Yeah. <clears throat> but <clears throat> it was just... It was like... I fucking hate going to theaters just for that reason. I'm such a fucking unibomber that I'm like, get it's the, the fuck worst. away from me. You never like going to theaters. I hate going to theaters. It's the stupidest thing ever. Sorry. 
That's fine. I don't give a shit. I, I, I make them. I'm surprised at how many movies, you, how much content you're able to watch. Because I don't. Well, at the end of you the watch night, a lot of. I shit, know, but dude. at the end of the night, I just for how long sit on my. You know, when you drive back from Brooklyn or New York up here, it's you're kind of on edge. You know. Yeah, yeah. So you get a little drink and you sit there and kind of unwind. You watch stupid shit. Yeah. I watch so much fucking like alone episodes. Or like what's alone? Alone is where they drop somebody off in a helicopter in the middle of nowhere and they have to survive. Dude, I just I watched this shit. I all interviewed the time. I interviewed one of the naked and afraid guys, Joe. Oh really? Joe uh, Maynard. He oh, was uh, a naked and afraid. Yeah, Char and I are big fans of naked and afraid. Oh, Joe Maynard. He he uh he was on a he was on a trying to get from an island from in the Bermudas. Oh shit, terrible. the shark one. Uh yeah yeah. When he and this woman, it yeah was yeah. A, yeah he oh, I, I know these well. Him. Oh cool. Yeah he's great. Yeah he, he had a he was a he actually. He was. He said it was that that episode was. He said it was brutal. He said yeah. afterwards he was. He was. He had a, his kidneys were shutting down. Yeah, fucking terrible. Yeah, looked. It doesn't. That show. Uh, yeah. doesn't look fun at all. No, naked but or, they pay you though. <coughs> naked and afraid is rough, but the lone one is good because it's more about survivalists who have to think by themselves, and there's no camera crew. So what do they? How do they film it? They film it themselves <laughs> with cam little you know camcorders yeah, yeah. and GoPros. And those are great because you're basically like, yeah, this motherfucker is alone. And they're like, you know, and they're up mostly up in like northern Vancouver, like way up in the mountain. And there's fucking bears everywhere, mountain lion everywhere. And these guys just keep running into bears. And they're like, I'm fucking out. I'm out. And they're like calling on the sat phone, like, get me the fuck out of here. There's bears like literally pacing around my tent. When Joe, when Joe was saying, when he, and if you watch the video and he said he got a lot of the way they edited it, they gave him a lot of... Everyone was, like, saying, you know, giving him a lot of problems out when he was finished. Yeah. He said that I thought I was going to die. I mean, he literally... His, his kidney... He had a kidney stone, and he, he said he had passed it. And, yeah. then, he, and then when he got home, they, he literally thought, I'm going to... His kidneys were shutting down. Oh, wow. He was fucked up. I don't yeah. know. I don't, those shows look, seem crazy, but at least they fucking pay them. They make good TV. I mean, they fucking pay them. I would rather watch that than any, like, you know... DIY house thing, or you know, documentaries are great, but I don't know. They just get they're just so heavy, you know. You're just like, fuck, sorry, slave trades and stuff like that. <laughs> what are, the only thing I've watched lately? Is oh, like, I can't say that anymore, can I? Because of critical race theory, it's banned. Say whatever the fuck. I don't. What are you? What are you? Are you lying? <laughs> Jesus Christ! So. So this, I guess, this would be a good time in the show to change. Gears yeah, yeah. Let's switch switch a gear. So if you if you're aware of we'll the downward spiral, we, uh, we wait, just, wait. What was that on your phone? Personal focus. Yeah, I, I do. I have do not do not disturb. Oh, oh. Do not disturb. But what was personal focus? I don't know. I don't pay attention. To that. So, ba- so basically, so now's the time of the show. We catch up. Nico's back. It's fine. We talked some shit and did some things, and now we're going to start to. I found we 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 have questions, not questions. We have weird stories. There's weird enough stories going on in the world. We've already covered all that, but these are weird stories that we're going to you know we'll listen to. If you want to talk about it, we'll talk about it. If you, usually what happens is if I read it and you're not paying attention, but then you hear one word that you like, you'll say wait what, and then that's the one we go we circle back to. Because the spiral was, <laughs> we did the spiral basically just starting out that way. We yeah. just taught, we just found random shit online. Yeah. And heard and... stupid stories about human depravity. Yeah. And we just talked about it. And that was like, and it usually just got worse and worse and worse. Right. And that was the whole point of the spiral. Well, I'm going to start off with a cannibal story. 
Yeah, as we should. As we should. Did you know that uh, Pizzoli, you know what Pizzoli is? It sounds really familiar. It's this, it's the South American dish that we eat once a week. Right. And it's, it's basically stewed pork or mm. chicken or something like that. And then they stew it down and then they, you know, cook it down and shred the meat and mm. then they put in hominy. Mm. So I, it was funny because I was thinking about, I was thinking about, um, I was talking to my friend Jesse Weta, and we were talking about uh, we were talking about um, uh, you know in food you know cultural uh, appropriation. Mm. So I was going to do at one point I was because we do pizzoli all the time. It's a fucking easy dish, great dish. Sure. I was going to do it, and I thought, am I that guy? Am I the guy who's going to reinvent pizzoli? Should I just leave it alone? So I was just like, maybe I should learn more about pizzoli, right? You know, because all of a sudden it's just like, what's pizzoli? Yeah, but why? But you would. Let's say you're going to make a mixed drink, and you're like, you know what? Maybe I won't put gin in. Maybe I'll try vodka. That's not cultural fucking No, blah, blah, blah. but Pizzoli is like an ancient... So, all right. So, Pizzoli... Oh, it's got some voodoo shit in it? Well, better than that. So, you need to think... If in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, Pizzoli is about... Pizzoli is about, like, the cultural appropriation of... I don't know what it is. So let's find out about it's it. It's like Mayan shit? Yeah, Mayan shit. Pizzoli of human flesh? Yeah, yeah. This could be the origin of the Mexican cannibal dish. So I was looking at the origins of this Mexican dish. Mexicans love pizzoli. There are some regions of this country that the recipe's a special flavor that colors it. Green, white, and red, depending on the season and the type of meat used, is usually pork pizzoli, chicken pizzoli, fish pizzoli, uh, blah, 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 blah. And in the middle of the ingredients, uh, as the way they prepare it, there's an ancient history that refers to the Mexicana warriors' way of preparing it, which includes... Human meat as an essential part of the recipe. Huh. The ritual preparation was as follows: a warrior would capture the enemy of his own rank in the battlefield. That moment uh, was going to go um, was like going to the market <laughs> to get good ingredients. And of course, the predilections towards the Mexicas and the, their gods uh, among them were the option. None were as pleasant as those of I'm not going to repeat that. Like Tlac. Waxa, Chulo, Chalula, yeah, I'm fucking it all up. Chalula. Well, Chalula's in there. Uh, He's one of the gods. The warrior turned victorious to Mexico City, Teotihuacan, with the captive and treated with all the honors, especially its way of impregnating him with a tonagal of his captors, who thus fulfilled the goals of the corpses. The day of the ritual sacrifice, the captive of the sacrifice... Stone on the house of the god would come, and the spilling of the blood and the death and the sun and the multiple divine man. I'm trying to get through it fast. I know, but you sound like the scientist from The Simpsons. And the poking and the, the death and the, the screaming and the, yeah. the screaming and the blood. The corpses rolled down the steps of the temple, and the captive warrior had recovered to take it home. This, uh, there would be cooked to the following manner. They cooked the meat with corn, which gave uh, each one a piece of the meat in the bowl and broth with cooked corn. All right, so, think, but think about this. How long ago, how many, you know, how long have we been around for whatever, you know, hundreds of thousands of years or whatever? Did we stop eating humans 200 years ago? Well, no, because in uh, my friend, my my college roommate, Miles, who who lived in Papua New Guinea. No, I, I, but that that, was, they were banning that shit in the 60s. They were trying to stop these head of the 60s. But those are, those are like the last holdouts. I'm saying in like Europe and shit. I have no idea. Like, you mean like socially acceptable to exactly. be human beings? Yeah. 
I don't know when it was socially acceptable. Somebody look it up. I don't Somebody know. Google that shit. Because I wonder. Because you know, that's the thing. Socially, like, when it was yeah, ever socially there, acceptable? Humans were everywhere. It was easy to find another human. But the, and you're hungry the, enough. It and had I'm to, sure but society had, at that time was like, yeah. That's most her. likely the reason why religion came into place. So oh, people yeah, wouldn't true. fucking eat each other. And obviously there are places where they were like, go fuck yourself. We're eating them. Yeah. But at, but at the same time, Miles was telling me that when he was in Papua New Guinea and he was hanging out with um, these tribes and making, you know, with guys with penises on their gourds. Yeah. He says, you Even get gourds, to a certain yeah. age with some of these guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you watch the movie, uh, what's the Brad Pitt where he's, uh, A River Runs Through It. Yeah. Where he comes back with a boar's tooth necklace. Yeah. And when that movie came out, I turned to Miles because he's my roommate. I said, when you go to... Papua New Guinea, give me a boar's tooth necklace like fucking Brad Pitt. Yeah. He brought me back a fucking no boar's tooth necklace. I have it. It's, it's like a couple of teeth. It's not, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's not like a full fucking rack of right. ribs. Yeah. It's like a couple of teeth. But, yeah, it, still. but he, I still have it in the house. And, awesome. and, 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 he said, um, and he said that when you meet some of these guys of a certain age, yeah. you know that they've tasted human. Right. Like he's like, it's very, it's very, it's very nervous making when you meet someone old enough to have been a head on. Yeah. And then have meals with them. Yeah. And then, like, be welcomed in their house. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's interesting. I wonder what, how that, psychologically, your brain kind of changes. Because well, people become vegetarian. But it was, tim- it was a- for intimidation, to a certain degree. And it was the, the idea of, like, getting yourself fired yeah. up to, like, be... And I wonder how much of it is that, and how much of it was need for food. Or the ease of food. Well, we're going to have to look that up. That's maybe, yeah, because cannibal. That's a. It, I mean, I don't do a lot of studying on cannibalism, but it just seems like a readily accessible food source. I mean, readily accessible, socially frowned upon. Yeah, unless you're sure, in, you know. But apparently, it's a, it's a big pain. Didn't you burn yourself that time, and it smelled like pork? Oh, like dude, bacon? the first time I ever, the first time I ever really burned myself, and I'll never forget this in college. I was in the welding room, and we were welding, and I think I just rubbed up against a hot piece of steel, and I burned my arm, and my friend, I won't say who it is, but my friend turns to me, he goes, smell it now. <laughs> and I smelled it now, and he goes, and he looks at me, and he goes, fucking bacon, right? I'm like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, just like bacon. But it was hilarious. It wasn't just like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, smell, yeah, it yeah, yeah. smell it now. Smell it now. So, uh, well, that's yeah, great, that, that, memory, was, yeah. that was fucking, that was just like, what, what, what the- oh, ow, what, oh, bacon. Yeah, you know? long pig. Yeah, long pig. So, there you know. Okay, now we have the Florida section of, of Downward Spiral. You just tell me when you want me to we stop. We should always have a Florida section. Oh, thanks to Leonard. Florida man. Thanks to Leonardo Lee for sending me some information. I, oh, and Stephen Connor. This one comes from Stephen Connor, one of the listeners. A Florida man breaks beer bottle over his head and gets shot by the deputies who thought the sound was a gunshot. You want to talk about that one? Why? Because there's why? no crocodile stuff. Uh, the crocodile stuff is just like you know, a guy found a crocodile. He found a crocodile and then he got it out with a garbage can. Like, but this one was this. So I just have to read this. It came from the right. Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Times. Uh, shout out, Stephen. Did Carter. he die? Deputies have been pursuing this man who was Ooh, wanted Jesus. in connection. Yeah, he does. Look at that dude. He uh, he's been, he'd been, um, uh, deputy's been pursuing the man who, wa- who was wanted in connection with armed robbery when he stood up through the sunroof and broke a bottle of bush light over his head. The Florida man broke a beer bottle over his head, prompting the deputy who thought he was popping the sound off of a gunshot to shoot him. The Polk County Sheriff's Office reported 
Polk County Sheriff uh, Grady Judd said deputies were trying to arrest Matthew Correa, 27, when it happened. As the suspect in a series of crimes, including armed robbery, Korea was in a pickup when he stood up to the sunroof with a rifle in one hand and a bottle of bush light in the other, then <clears throat> broke the bottle over his head. The sergeant who was behind Korea was unable to see the bottle, heard the popping noise, and believed Korea had shot at the deputy. Mm. The sheriff's office said the sergeant fired and shot uh, Korea, striking him in the neck. Whoops. Taken to the hospital with injuries that were believed to be non-life-threatening. Can you fucking imagine he shot That's crazy, shot him in the neck and you're not life-threatening. Well, it's like, the crazy part is that he was, in, obviously they were in pursuit. He stands up in the fucking back, faces them with yeah. a gun in one hand and a bottle of beer in the other. And what are you, this isn't like a bird mating call. Yeah, this yeah. is like smashing a bottle over your head. He's what is probably that? probably on PCP or something. Yeah, but like the, the police are like, this is Florida, man. Did they make PCP anymore? I don't know. What do I look like? He looked like it. He looks like he fucking what's-his-name from Full Metal Jacket. Um, so thank you for that one. Here's another one. <laughs> Here's another one. From Leonardo Lee. Man horrified that the army blew up his mom's body after it was donated for research. You want that one? Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. Here's from the Huffington Post. Shout-out to the Huffington Post. Gruesome new details have emerged about the Arizona body donations facility that told their loved ones... Uh, who would aid in medical science. As an Arizona man was appalled that his mother's body was blown up after the military, uh, after he thought he donated it for medical research. He's speaking out amid an ongoing lawsuit against a private body donation facility accused of trafficking mutilated (coughs) body parts, including sewing them together in a Frankenstein manner. What? And then blowing them up? I don't see any pathway of ever getting past this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, after what happened to his late mother, Doris Stoffer, he gave her body to the Biological Resource Center in Phoenix. Jim Stoffer was uh, one of the multiple plaintiffs suing the now-closed center and the former owner. Uh, the lawsuit follows a 2014 FBI raid in the facility, which revealed that Doris's body had been sold to the U.S. Army for blast testing. Holy shitballs. She was then supposed to be strapped in a chair on some sort of apparatus, and the detonation took place underneath her to basically get an idea of what the human body goes through when a vehicle is hit by an IED. So it's basically like jackass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but with real cadavers. Yeah. They just wanted to see what that was like. So when they agreed to donate his mother's body... I just want to know. I just want to see a picture of the guy who, run, who used to run the facility. And if he looks like... The crazy doctor from Cannonball Run. Dude, you know that the nonstop jokes of like, strap her in, dude. And oh like, and then you know that the guy who's strapping her in the seat is whispering, saying, You're going for a ride or some bullshit. Yeah, you know yeah. that this is like inhuman. This is totally inhuman. Yeah, but what? Or, <clears throat> or maybe they're like, Why the fuck are we doing? Like, this is uh, heavy. They must be paid a lot. That's to terrible. not say anything. Or, or, or whatever. It's a job. You know, people do awful things. And, yeah, yeah. You know, they're probably like, bodies. hey, man, what can you imagine the job interview? Hey, man, how do you feel about dead bodies? What? Yeah, I totally mean, cool. Yeah, super cool. They're super dead. Cool. What do you, how do you feel about sewing arms on other, <laughs> on their, on their other dead bodies? How's your sewing skills? <laughs> How's your sewing skills? And Wait, then, this is for the military, right? Yeah. Can you just grab that corpse over there? Medical put a science. couple, put a leg and an arm on there. Yeah. Oh, no, you put the left on the right. Yeah, the colors don't have to match. Don't worry about the left. Yeah, don't worry Uh, about two left legs. That's fine. 
Want to stick them on the on that? Yes. Okay. The ID goes underneath. Okay. Run. You know. The Leonardo Lee. Thanks for that one. He found um, out. You know. Can you imagine? Uh, Florida man shoves crossbow into his pants. He's trying to steal the crossbow. Did it go off? No, but it, it's it is pretty humorous. This guy. I mean, of all the things to steal, I mean, it's not very. Yeah. Like, this is from once again. Thank God for Florida. This is, goes to the Miami Herald. Obviously, it's not loading as quickly as I'd like it to, but would you can you take off the bow front of a crossbow? I, I would think so, think right? So. I would think I don't know. I would think so. But or this dude just stuck this like... dude stuck it in like he stuck it in his pants like putting a, a open umbrella in his pants. Yeah. Of course it's, it's... Go to the next one. Let's 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 take a Oh wait here. Uh okay here we go. One of the one of the one of the world's dumbest critical criminals was recorded shoving a crossbow into his sweatpants at a hardware store, according to Brevard County Sheriff's Office. It happened on February 6th at a True Value Home Improvement. Wow. Why does True have Value Home Improvement have fucking crossbows? Um, uh, uh, just when you think you've seen it all, County Sheriff, uh, Sheriff Wayne says, this guy takes carrying a concealed weapon to a whole new level. He's trying to make jokes. Jeez. Sheriff, comment. Despite uh, making it out of the store with a conspicuous bulge the handle and the handle sticking out of his pants, the store staff later discovered two crossbows were missing and began checking the surveillance video for a suspicious, suspicious activity. That's when they saw footage of a customer using a stolen cutting tool to remove a Raven R10 crossbow from its package and hide it into his pants. The hunting bows are 33 inches long and weigh close to 7 pounds and retail for $1,299 at Bass Pro Shops. Investigators say the man resurfaced a few days later and was captured with a brief chase across a Walgreens parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the end of a Coen Brothers film. Yeah, you know, th- these, all these stories are like they throw in the, the white trash part. Like, yeah, yeah. The guy with the, out of the sunroof had to be drinking yeah. a bush light. Yeah, yeah. And then this guy has to be in a Walgreens parking yeah. lot. Hey, he jumped into a Chevy Cavalier. <laughs> yeah. He had some... His sun-bleached Chevy Cavalier. I, he was trying to hide the... He was trying to hide the crossbow with all his beef jerky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like... You know, he was how, mixing... He was missing a bunch of teeth, but he whistled just fine. <laughs> they fucking... These reporters are... And then and then uh, he's in the sh- a Seminole County Jail on an unrelated burglary charge. And the warrant out for... Uh, has been issued for arrest on a felony. Uh, theft of a crossbow. You just can't make this shit up. I you need to watch the guy shut See if I can get it up for you. I don't know if I can. That's it. That's enough. The guy, I mean, I just, you hear about people stuffing like food in their pants and stuff like that, but yeah. just like the crossbow well, part. Just I mean, like, yeah, but look at the price tag on it. Have you ever, fuck, st- I'd try to stick a crossbow in my pants. Have you ever committed uh, shoplifting? <laughs> Committed? Have you ever shoplifted? Of course. What have you shoplifted? Oh, cassette tapes. When you, how old were you? Oh fuck, I don't remember. With the the fucking yeah. How'd you get it? How'd you get them out? Uh, I don't remember. I think you could put them down. You put like a some kind of like bandana behind your leg, and you put them down your one leg. You oh, could slide them all the way down. So you get the you, you get, get like two or three of them in there. Oh, yeah. and then it doesn't go off the thing. DMC tougher than leather. Is that, is that what you stole? Yeah, I. The only thing I ever close to being shoplifted back in when I was, I remember this, to the, um, I, this was a day I, I've lived in infamy, but I, it all worked out. I must have been in the fourth grade and I was getting, oh yeah, because it was, uh, you know what? It might've been 86 because it was the 80, we were, my class was obsessed with baseball stickers, the 86 uh-huh. baseball stickers. 
And I ordered, I got some baseball stickers from the store, and I was with my friend Mark Shalinsky. And I, I asked for the guy for the stickers. I gave him the money, and I was walking out. We walked two blocks away, and I noticed that he, the two packages yeah. were stuck to each other. Oh, snap. And I turned to fucking Shalinsky, and I said, I think I'm going to be arrested. The guy handed it to me. I had no idea. I ran back and apologized, and I said, I'm sorry, sir, but you gave me two packages. I thought they were going to arrest me right there. Wow. That's my... Jeez. Yeah. Serious content. However, I do know people who... You know what the fuck... You would never eat a human, would you? Years ago, I was talking to someone, and I thought, in a certain situation, I'd consider it. But this was years ago, and then I said, it depends on the preparation. Mm. Like, I can't just, like, I can't see the fingers. Yeah. Like, you'd have to be, like, a braise or something. Yeah, like I don't that. think... I, I would eat it, but I don't think I would prepare it. I, I would think I would have a hard time. Well, Someone's like, oh, you know, cut up that body. I'm sure that... I mean, that, we, there's tons of stories about people who of have course. been fed human. Yeah. You know? But in regards to... You know what the fucking stupidest thing is during this whole pandemic is I was in charge of buying the food because, I mean, I cook the food, so I <laughs> buy the food. The worst thing is, is, like, the people who... There's so many people who love to eat grapes in the supermarket. Mm. What? what? Eat grapes. They'll grab a grape to taste it. Or they'll grab Bullshit. a grape or they eat the fruit. You don't I've see never the people, seen that. You never see people eat the fruit? No. I, While there was they're the Simpsons, Simpsons episode. Oh, this is the biggest thing that drives me fucking nuts. One measly grape. These, these people, they'll go into the, into the, in the produce and then they'll grab a grape and then they'll eat it. But with the mask, they get the mask on, they just lower the mask, they shove a ton of stuff in and then you can't see them fucking gorging. I saw this one woman just wolfing down a pile of grapes. The pile of grapes, and she would just, she just, because she, because they, I, th- I think that's very rare. No, super not rare. People love test. You don't shop enough because people love testing fruit. They love it, not just up. squeezing it, but like grapes. That's why the fucking bag is of grapes are open. But you know what? I think I, I hate just, the fucking grape people. I think I've just grown up kind of like thinking quicksand's probably gonna kill me, and I also grew up thinking. If you eat fucking anything like lettuce or anything off of a grocery store without washing it, you're fucking an idiot. Oh, that, that. like you'll get salmonella or you'll get fucking you eat pesticide. That's just in my brain. Yeah. So if I don't wash shit when I get home, Dude, I never would never. Touch you it. should. People have been like the, the masks have been making people fucking. The masks have turned into feedbacks. But you know what's you know what's funny the you feedbacks. Know, I know, but you know what's funny right now is that. There's all these teachers like that talking about the, dropping the mask mandate. Yeah. And across the board, they're like, yeah, there's been no, no complaints in the last three days. Like, yeah. zero complaints across the country. Like, they were racking up, like, hundreds a day of, of people just like, fuck you, my kids aren't, you know. Yeah. And, like, airpl- I'm sure airplanes will go back to normal. It's just because people are like, they're fucking batshit crazy. People get mad about things. They got to show their people fucking snout. People get mad. I'll tell you what, though. I'd eat them. The fucking feed bag masks in the supermarket? That's a fucking thing, dude. I'm telling you, they've turned masks into feed bags in the supermarket. Go ahead. You go to a supermarket and you watch, and then you see them fucking, it's usually these older women who want to taste a fucking grape, and they'll put it in, and then you'll see the mask moving, and you're not going to say anything, because it's like, I'm wearing my fucking mask. How do you know I'm eating a grape? They'll sneak it in. I bet there's a few people eating cherries, and they're just like spitting the shit out. I see it all the time. It fucking drives me nuts. That's nuts. Feed bag mask. I'm against it. Okay, speaking of food, yeah. Texas City warned of animal rain after fish were seen falling from the sky. Oh, I heard about that. Let's go. Let's go. This is Local10.com. Uh, Texas City. Uh, after storms moved through Texarkana, Texas last week, the skies opened up and it rained fish for a few minutes. Huh. 
If you're thinking this is a joke, it's certainly not. The weather phenomenon known as animal rain, which National Geographic said... Wait, it's known as animal rain? <laughs> they could... Come on. That's it. I mean, what else do you call it? I mean, there's got to be something a little more <laughs> I mean, animal scientific. Rain. Do you remember that song, Chocolate Rain? Back in yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Chocolate Rain. Yeah, you remember that guy? Fondue. Yeah. Uh, yeah, animal rain, uh, strong winds can also sweep them up. Oh, 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 I said it happens when critters get swept up in water spouts and fall down with the rain, raindrops. Strong winds can sweep them up. They've been reports all over the world of communities seeing things rain down like frogs, bats, worms, locusts, crabs, snakes, and fish. The well, National Geographic reported. That was a, there was a, some video recently of the birds all falling oh, to yeah, the ground. yeah. And they said that the ornithologists were saying, yeah, the birds will just follow, like, a couple in the front. And they'll just, because they can't see anything. Because they're in, like, a pack of 100,000 birds. Yeah. And A murmur. And what, a murmur. Yeah, and what happens if one of the birds freaks out and sees a predator, they'll drop down. But, of course, they forget there's a whiplash effect with a couple hundred thousand birds. And they just go dive bomb straight <laughs> yeah, to the ground. they just fall on the ground. Well, they just dive straight in the ground. Yeah. There was a loud crack of thunder, and when we opened up the bay door, I looked outside. It was raining real hard. A fish hit the ground, and then I said, it's raining fish. It really is. And there were fish dropping here and everywhere. Uh, the fish, fish were sprinkled across the parking lot, some as long as five inches long. City of Texarkana officials looked into social media and addressed the odd situation, saying, 2021 is pulling out all the tricks, including raining fish in Texarkana today. Well, there was a, there was a video... Recently, I saw, I don't know where it was, South Korea, something like that, Korean Peninsula, and it was like, fucking octopus is landing on people's cars. What? Yeah, because of the same, same thing. Animal. Uh, the, it's called Animal, animal Rain. rain. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the title of the podcast. Downward, downward, downward Spiral, Animal Rain. Uh, animal Rain is a phenomenon that occurs when small water animals are okay, swept up. Okay. You know what? It, the best thing is, Animal Rain could actually be spelled R-E-I-G-N. Well, I, of course, but it isn't. While it's uncommon, it happens, and it's evidence of several places. Uh, you know, this is the reason why people believe in, like, biblical stories. Shit like this happens, and yeah. it's very unexplainable. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I saw fish falling from the sky, which fish aren't, have, have no business yeah. being outside of the water. And I didn't have, I mean, I wouldn't be able to explain it. Dude, I wouldn't be able to explain a water he, spout. I'd be like, fucking... The people, gods are going to kill. We're dead. People still think the fucking earth is flat. So go, you know, we, we all deserve it. I think, you know what? That earth is flat thing. I think, <laughs> I think it was like a joke. And I think that people just took it. I think that people just went with it. And then there are people who believe it. But, they can't, saying, ex- but they can't explain the fact. Like when I, when I, po- <laughs> when I podcast with, with Craig and Mareko, Mareko mm-hmm. is in Seattle and Craig is in fucking France. It's 11. It's dark. Yeah, it's dark with him in France, and then it's fucking lunchtime. It's like yeah. midday for for from wreck. Yeah. How do you how do flat earthers explain that? This doesn't make any sense. The Earth is giant, so the sun doesn't reach up. Yo, the, it's what the, the, I'm not gonna explain. <laughs> Fuck you. Animal rain, though. I swear to God, animal if, rain. <laughs> if I saw animal rain, if I saw animal rain now, I would think. Baby, baby, we have a problem. Dude, it's one thing to see, like, frogs and shit, and you're like, oh, yeah, I've heard about that. That's fucking crazy. But then to fucking squids? 
If you saw or like oh, octopus landing if, on if you, you saw dude, water you animals. Octopus landed on your shoulder. I would shit myself. Yeah, I would. I think I would die immediately. <laughs> I think I would yeah. literally like have a stroke. But the, uh, the North Korea thing, where they're just like all you see is fingers pointing, like oh look at that, oh look at that, like dude, I, get, like fucking hide. If 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 an octopus, if the, I would think they were aliens. Yeah, you know there was a movie I watched recently that had that like with octopus falling down. No. Maybe. Florida man with drugs around his penis denied they were his. <laughs> I love this Poor story. fucker. <laughs> These are the best stories of all time. I don't, how'd those get there? This is another one from Florida. God bless you, Florida. You're, you're fucking helping me with all this content. A Florida man with drugs around his penis denied they were his. And God bless the writers. God bless yeah. the writers for making me click on this. Florida authorities said they found cocaine and meta, meta, methamphetamines yeah. Wrapped around a man's penis during a traffic stop, but the man denies that the drugs were his. Hey, how'd they get there? <laughs> <laughs> Pinellas County Sheriff deputies said they stopped a the vehicle driving without lights on at 4 a.m. last Saturday. Uh, WFLA TV reports the driver was arrested and charged with DUI and marijuana possession. The authorities said they found a gun under the passenger seat and while searching the car discovered the drugs. While searching the passenger, the man said the drugs were not his, but he didn't say who the drugs belonged to, according to the, re- the arrest report. Now, the now, yours now. The comment section is, <laughs> is the best part. Uh, Jamie Juarez comment, commented, those drugs belong to a tiny bald-headed guy with hanging <laughs> cheeks. Uh, there's a bald head with one eye. Uh, uh, one guy wrote, oh, that's the last time I bang El Chapo. <laughs> oh, oh, that's who it was. And we were talking about uh, Supermaxes the other day. Because uh, those prisons, they don't have bars in the Supermax. Yeah. They're like, they're fucking doors or like plexi. They're weird. They're like Silence of the Lamb shit. Yeah. Like really scary. And, and that's who it was. It was Chapo. This is in one of the, I think, like, Illinois Superman. Uh, oh, shit, that shit scares me. Did you like that little downward spiral I did? That was, you, you got me bummed out after. Yep. You know, let this be a lesson. Never fuck a mule. Uh, well, those are bad. Those uh, are awful I, comments. I, I, they're, yeah, they're not great. But I, I do like... Go to the next one. Let's, let's, find, let's find something that's... Uh, okay. Uh, this one is funny just because it's weird. Uh, Publix Chicken Tender sub account goes silent after store objects. All right. I'm going to read this just because I, I just think it's funny. Uh, in, in Florida, I guess, the Jesus public chicken Lord. tender subs are so good that a guy created a Twitter account saying when they're on sale. So oh, a popular okay. Twitter account that notifies followers when a public chicken tender subs were on sale has been abandoned after lawyers for the Florida-based grocery chain, chain apparently objected. Oh, right. Grocery. The account, our public, our public's chicken tender subs on sale with nearly 40,000 followers wow. has been dormant uh, since one final tweet noting that the, the subs were indeed on sale, but anonymously said this may be our last tweet. Since then, uh, uh, it stopped sharing updates altogether, accompanying a Facebook page that went silent. It's difficult to overstate the popularity. Apparently, public's chicken's tender subs consist of double hand-breaded chicken and cheese and condiments on a doughy sub roll. Uh, were uh, entered uh, it was, became a favorite s- a sandwich the big clue what happened was Twitter accounts that had received a cease and desist after public subjected to the related text messaging notification service so so basically what the funny thing is is 
this is a nothing special sandwich. Apparently in, in uh, Canada too, it's a big a chicken finger sub is a big thing too. Yeah. This guy creates this chicken finger sub Twitter page. Right. Helping Publix. But I guess they fucking worked too well. Like yeah. they were, they were like they moving. Out. They were yeah. moving. They were moving too many sandwiches. Yeah, and he yeah. said, "Please stop promoting yeah, our yeah. fucking sub." The uh, you know the I'm gonna bring this one down. Too. Go ahead. The um, <laughs> <laughs> you know the kid who was following who was tracking Elon Musk. Yeah, that was amazing. Did you hear what he did now? The, tell me, just set the story up. So he was some like kind of hacker kid just it, i don't think it takes that much but he was able to track where elon musk traveled based on i guess the faa records of the clear, jet yeah and he would find the call signs and figure out where something was cleared and where it would land and he would thing. track he the, would track him and he would post it uh, so it was a twitter account yeah. tracking where elon, elon musk was going plane, which plane is was. it's public information if it's creepy it's super creepy so elon musk was like i'll give you five grand to stop and the kid's like give me 50 grand <laughs> that's fucking and Musk is like fuck you whatever stop doing this so what the kid's doing now is he's tracking and posting all these Russian oligarchs I heard of that I heard Dope. about that that's awesome I, I mean it's like <laughs> kids like oh I know what I can do I mean it, it's fucking great it's like you know they have these crazy Russian hackers we have anonymous you know it's like it's fucking nuts yeah it's it, <laughs> it is that yeah I did hear about that I also, and, and the, there was also the 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 which is interesting. They stopped doing it, but Google Maps during the first days of the war, you could actually look at Google Maps and see where the Russian fucking troops were because of all the red uh, circles. The, no, the blocked. They had blocked all the highways. So you could see the path that the Russian tanks and shit were coming down. Do you think you can see it now? No. They, they, Google did their, they basically got rid of all these like, GPS things like that. You know, they're spray painting all the signs, all the highway signs. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. So that's what Google did this kind of unprecedented thing, which they're not supposed to do because it, it goes against their entire policy of, of free speech, but they basically blocked all these things. I hate to bring it up just because I despise the concept of cancel culture because I just, I don't believe cancel culture was always, they created this new word and expression. It's always been there. You you find something you don't like, and then you, you then you boycott it, or you have it stopped, and then everyone piles on, and it makes it worse and worse and worse. Right. It definitely feels like Russia or Putin is getting fucking canceled. Yeah. Like it feels like everyone is. They just had that video of the Russian foreign minister in. Oh yeah, in the they UN. Got up, they all got up. And the whole out. fucking UN all got up and left. Yeah. Got up and left. Yeah. This yeah, point. I know because it it's not like oh you know I mean it sucks to be Ukrainian yes. But it it's gonna really suck, dude. For everybody else, very soon. What do you think's gonna happen? Gas prices will shoot up. They already because are. Russia's gonna shut it down. They're gonna shut down their well. The, the ruble's worth nothing. The it doesn't, it doesn't matter. They're also a uh, they're uh, they're a re- they're they have so many natural resources there. They don't really need. They can grow their own fucking vegetables. It's not Japan. Right. You're not getting shit shipped to you. Right. So even if you shut Russia down completely, they're going to survive way better than North Korea will ever survive. Because they also have China. I mean, imagine the two biggest armies in the fucking world, and they're like, oh, yeah, I dig what you're doing. I mean, China's got Russia's back. If China was against them and it was every country, yeah, then I'd be like, 
And India. Well, it's because China wants China wants to get back into Taiwan. <laughs> of course they do. That's that's wanted, a given. Of course they were just there. This is a litmus test for right. them because they're like, if nobody touches, uh, nobody touches Russia, well, we're going to take over Taiwan. In good. Taiwan's week. Taiwan's probably like yes. They're they're not they're not coming near it. Yeah, for a while, terrible. but now, yeah, Taiwan's fucking going to be gone soon. Florida daycare writes on. <laughs> this is a good. This is a fucking great segue. This is fucking perfect. <laughs> Florida daycare writes on tummy on child's tummy to remind mother to bring diapers. That's a good one. All right, here we go. I mean, local. But 10, that's it. Florida that's all you need to say. No, but you gotta read the book. Look, look at this fucking kid. They wrote it with a sharpie on the fucking stomach. Awesome. Oh my god, that looks great. It's, it's like it's like when those letters come out of the Exorcist and a, says, "Help me." A Florida mother was shocked to find her <laughs> her young son's daycare had written on the stomach in, a, in black ink to remind her to bring more diapers. Huh. Uh, Heather something or other posted photos of her son on Facebook after she found the island daycare me- message on the boy's tummy. Huh. The single mother said the daycare usually puts a daily report in her child's lunchbox detailing the son or daughter's behavior, whether or not they need wipes or diapers. But while changing Milo's diaper after bringing him home Sunday, she noticed that a message had been written in magic <laughs> marker. What's worse is the ink remained on the skin even after scrubbing with baby wipes. This bitch used a fucking, yeah, permanent. fucking sharpie. How many times does a person have to bring their kid to daycare without diapers for them? In the worst, well, that, well, let's get back to well, let's get, let's get into that. Well, let's get. Let me finish the story and we'll get yeah, into it. That's that actually is a very good point. In the very worst case scenario, I can't see anything other than needs diapers needing to be written, wrote wrote Chisholm. Uh, Why a big, long message need to be written across my son's stomach is beyond me. Uh, uh, This person says that Monday isn't the first time the daycare has written on her son's body, claiming claiming in her post that it's happened several months ago. Wow. Uh, somebody asked if she was over-exaggerating, and then she, uh, she commented, uh, uh, everyone commented wholeheartedly, reports the director of the Children's Education of the Islands of the meeting, and unavailable for comment at the end. Look at this. It says, it says, fucking mom, I'm out of diapers. And then they, and then it was like. <laughs> but they like scribbled it. It's it was like, like scribbled. It's yeah, fucking it like, terrible. Yeah. And then underlining diapers. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got the point across. I guess. I mean, that's, I, I think that. I'm down for writing on people. I think that's cool. I remember, not on babies. You, know, you wouldn't, you, are, are, somebody writes a fucking note to you on your baby's stomach, you're cool with it? Hey, Nico. Mm, bring yeah, home no. some fucking I eggs. I guess they're helpless, so yeah. Bring, did you say bring home eggs? Yeah, why not? Hey, hey, Nico, can you bring me up? I some- think it would be kind of funny. You'd be furious. You'd be no, out if, of if your a, fucking mind. If a daycare mind. did it, yeah. Dude, I'd be if a you'd like- be out of, you would be like, yeah, you'd be you'd be like calling in a rocket strike. Yeah, you'd be fucking no. you'd be I fucking nuts. Yeah, I guess so. You'd be fucking nuts. I'd be fucking nuts. <clears throat> Man dies after being attacked by his cockfighting rooster. Oh, that's it. I'm, I got good ones today. Yeah, not bad. Got, yeah, you're real. not bad. Is this Florida man? Ah, uh, local Florida news. Right Jeez. here we go. Florida wow, baby. Just, all you did was like you just <laughs> hit a vein. <laughs> just you know what? It's hard finding bizarre news that isn't like sad. Yeah. So I have to find like but, news that's like depraved, and then I had a couple of listeners send in some things, but then I was just like, maybe I should focus on Florida, yeah. and then a lot of shit came up, dude. So, the heat, it's the heat. 
But this act this makes is, them crazy. However, this was not in Florida. It was reported in Florida, but it was in New Delhi. That's another place I look for Indian news. Wow. Indian news is fucking nuts too. An Indian man taking his rooster to compete in a cockfight was killed after being attacked by the animal. God, what? Uh, something, something, jugular. something died. Uh, Fifty years old died January fifteenth when he was cut in the neck by yep. a blade attached to the rooster's claw. Well, what do you CNN expect, reports. you dumbass? The father of three later died at the hospital oh. from a stroke. He was traveling with the rooster to a cockfighting competition. When the rooster escaped, he tried to attempt to grab it and it was attacked by the bird. Why wouldn't you put the blades on right before it starts fucking? Dude, I on if you you don't listen to knife talk, but we actually have this bit where we say, "What's the weirdest?" custom request you've ever been into <laughs> written to other yeah. knife makers and somebody got asked a to make fucking like knife a, maker wow. wrote in that he got asked to make damascus razors Whoa. for fi- a knife uh, for a, a cockfighting fight. wow. rooster that's nuts yeah, he said no i don't think so <laughs> yeah. actually you know what be honest with you that that bit is turned into fucking gold because it's like people get people are asked to make butt plugs yeah, asked yeah, to make yeah. like vaginas wow and, damascus butt plug well, there was there was a, one of the most famous one of the most famous American <laughs> engravers is submitted. It's a guy wanted me to do an engraved butt plug, oh. and I had to like I gave him a crazy price, yeah. And just because I was like I don't want to do it, and he says like, you really have to deburr this thing. This is going to be like you know oh. toughy tough toughy tough tough. Oh, but like yeah, but it was like it got to the point where I was just like yeah, this is downward spiral shit. But yeah, I mean, like yeah. some of it was like. Somebody wanted a flashlight built onto the. I my not the knife making community. We all get crazy shit. Yeah. Some of the shit they get. Well, there was one guy who was asked to make the samurai sword, and he wanted it bathed in blood, huh. bathed in bl- his own blood. Oh, so he wow. says, "I want you to make this knife, the yeah. sword, and I want I'm going to give I'm going to provide you with my own blood right. that I want you to bathe it in, yeah. so it will n- recognize its master okay. and will never." hurt its master again. Uh-huh. again. That, listen to the listen to episode two 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 of uh two two one and two 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 of uh knife talk. It's like everyone gets crazy shit. So Yeah I could see that. People are fucking crazy. Dude the the, the cockfighting thing, all, all that animal fighting thing is so gross. Yeah. It's like beyond gross. Yeah. But I don't know what I feel worse for. Roosters or dog? I think I feel worse for dog. Roosters and <clears throat> Well roosters are roosters are just assholes. It seems that way, right? They're they're typically assholes. Like they don't. There's not really a. Oh, this rooster actually was just beat by its owner, so of course it's me. Most of, I would say, most of the time, roosters are just straight up dick because that's what they're super aggressive. Yeah, because they're protecting, like their flock. That's the thing. My wife's father. My wife's. My father-in-law had a rooster. This fucking thing was aggressive. Yeah. Real aggressive. Chased me the fuck around too, and then he it chased his wife around. And he was just like, hey, "This fuck gotta go." They didn't get rid of him because he was you know, too aggressive. You know what? The first time when I I have a bunch of chickens, and and the first time I really picked up one of my chickens when I got bigger, I remember holding on to her, and I looked over at her at the corner of my eye, and she pecked the fucking corner of my eye. What? And I had to Google. It. I was like, "Why the fuck did my bird try to take out my eye?" It's the reflection they see a glint of light it's shiny and that's what they go for so it saw the it saw the glint in your eye and it, and went, it, for your fuck, eye. it went for my eye i mean it pecked the corner i was like motherfucker you know truth but it was one of those things i was like why did it try to peck my eye and it because of the reflection <clears throat> it's like a bright reflection and it looked at it and it you know it's like you toss like a tons of food in and you toss a quarter and they fucking attack the quarter 
How many chickens do you have? Five. You said six. How many? How many eggs do they lay? Well, it's winter, so a couple a day. Really? But in the summer, they each one lays an egg. Are they good? The eggs? They're fantastic. Yeah, I gotta get some of them eggs. Yeah, they're great. I gotta get some of them eggs. All right, so we have a New York doctor removes tooth growing inside someone's nose. Yeah. Great. I hated the baby's name my wife picked, so I registered a different one behind her back. That's what my dad did, by the way. Really? Oh, dude, yeah. My, I was supposed to be Benjamin Jr. And my mom was so fucking doped out after I was born yeah. that my dad just fucking wrote down Jeffrey William Fader. And she woke up and she's just like, Yeah, my, we named Jeffrey William Fader. She goes, my mother says, But we're not English. Because it's a fucking English name. Yeah. Jeffrey with a G. Yeah. She's like, But you're. You're Jewish. Yeah. Jeffrey, Jeff, Jeffrey William Fader? That's fucking... What? Yeah. She's like, I don't know. I'm fucking so dubbed up. I don't even know. <laughs> you want to hear that story? No. Okay. Singer Shakira attacked by a pair of wild boars. That's submitted by Leonardo Lee. Sh- Shakira. Shakira. This no, is I, Spanish boars. Like, we're maybe yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. cocaine boars. Remember oh, we wow. did the cocaine yeah, boars? Yeah, yeah, You want to hear about that? Yeah, yeah. Boars Shakira. We love oh, Shakira. Geez. God bless... God, Hope, bless God bless Shakira, and oh, here's to, here's to a speedy recovery. Pop singer Shakira says she was the victim of a random attack by a pair of wild boars while walking in a park in Barcelona oh, wow. with her eight-year-old son. Better watch out, Tomer. Tomer, you keep your eyes peeled with those fucking boars. The Colombian singer said the animals attacked her before seizing her bag and retreating with it into the woods. She shared the bizarre tale in a series of Instagram stories on Wednesday, holding holding the now-recovered but torn bag towards her camera. She said, Look at the, how these two wild boars attacked me and then in the park and then left my back. They bugged her. She got mugged. You know what? You know what scares You know what animal scares me more than any other animal? Go ahead. Besides like a hippo, of course. Go ahead. Fucking monkey. Like those little spider monkeys everywhere. You know, like in, in India they're and like, like the thieves, Philippines. right? Yeah, but they're more than that because they're really super strong. And if they want to fuck with you. You mean like chimpanzees? No, I mean, obviously, those are terrifying because they're. So they're smarter than humans, well, and, and they'll rip your fucking arms off. Super strong. But those little spider monkeys with the fucking long ass arms—not spider monkeys, but they're like uh, like rhesus kind of thing. Yeah. You know? But you always see them like taking people's phones yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they run. Yeah, what's stopping them from literally like gouging your fucking eyeballs Dude, out? You know, my dog. When I'm walking my dog, knows he's not allowed to. He sees something on the street that's like food. Yeah. He doesn't. He knows he's going to be in trouble, and yeah. he's, she still lunges at the food because yeah. she knows that I'm going to not let her get the food. Yeah. So in her mind, she knows I'm not supposed to do this, but I have no control. I have to fucking make sure he's not paying attention, and I'm going to fucking lunge for it. Yeah, like, animals do that shit, yeah. man. Yeah, that's like Tourette's. They're like, there's no gate. Oh, but, but they, but they, are, they're very aware that they're not supposed to be doing it. Right. So I would. Those monkeys probably know, but they're just like, this is too easy, man. Yeah, you yeah. think I'm fucking cute? And I'm going to take your shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's the thing. They're wild animals. They're just like... But these boars, at least, they, they're not like, you know, like, oh, look how cute they are. No, they're I mean, like, they're, they're fuck you up. Yeah. They're not like big, you know, cute, cuddly eyes, and they blink at you, and you're like, oh, that's so cute. And then it fucking takes your eyeball. She said, they, take, they took my whole bag into the woods and then with my phone in it, and they destroyed everything. When she turned to her son, whose father... Uh, Why didn't she have security? She, Milan, tell the uh, tell the truth. Say your mom. She she wanted she wanted her she wanted her fucking kid. They tell the truth. Say show how tell your tell how your mom stood up to the wild boar. Shakir is the latest victim of increasingly aggressive hogs that is that have invaded the Catalan capital in the recent years. In 2016, Spanish police received 
1,187 phone calls about the wild hog attacking dogs, plundering cat feeders, and holding up traffic and running into cars in the city. In 2013, one city officer attempted to take the charge of the problem himself and shot the boar with his service revolver, but missed and hit his partner instead. God! <laughs> Dang. Seriously, <laughs> come on, Barcelona PD. Yeah. How? You can't shoot your fucking dude. Whoops. Your partner? How? I was aiming for the hog. <laughs> uh, boars, which can carry a wide variety of diseases, are listed among the world's most invasive species and can survive in any environment. But increasingly, the animals are drawn to cities where they live off the rubbish discarded by humans. Their number have exploded across Europe, but the latest estimates how surpassing about 10 million across the continent. They've become an aggressive and a nuisance, uh, aggressive nuisance in cities. Uh, have employed a variety of strategies to call their numbers. In Berlin, urban hunters have killed thousands Ooh, of the animals with the problems uh, persist. Last year, police officers in Rome sparked outrage after they fatally shot a family of wild boar that had wandered the children's playground with tranquilizer darts and gave them lethal injections. I mean, can you eat wild boar? I, you know what's funny? What oh, the fuck I was forgot, that? I forgot to turn off my compressor. Uh, wow, that's that, awesome. ladies and gentlemen. There's a fucking boar in the house. God damn! Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I should have been. I should have been better. I Is that what your Peloton sounds like? That's not what my Peloton. I wish my Peloton. God damn it! <laughs> I'm usually very good about it. It's just going to be a second or two. But I was in regards to what. I, I can't believe that happened. I'm so embarrassed. What a professional. So I actually was talking to my friends Jonathan Porter and uh, on this podcast, Jonathan Porter and Ben Snoor were talking about the invasive problems in Texas and Florida about yeah. these hogs, and you can't eat them once they go. I think Jonathan referred to them as once they go poor, once they turn into a. Is there too much back here? Too much. No, like they they, like they, they grow into something. They, they go from to feral pig, feral pig yeah. to like. When they go sow, or I don't, there's expression or something like that. They get to a certain. So why is it? Is it too harmful to eat it? Or they taste it... like shit. Like oh, the, really? it's supposed to be like very sour meat. It's you know inedible. Oh, weird, inedible. Uh, Twitter gets cheeky over super bowel contest offering cash for poop pics. Okay. Man tries to dodge a COVID vaccine by using a fake arm. That's pretty good. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> uh, dentist in Italy who needed a vaccine certificate, offered up a rubber foam arm in an attempt to evade the actual shot. A man in Italy who wanted proof of vaccination but didn't want to get the shot attempted to trick medical workers by using a fake arm, according to a local nurse. Nurse uh, Philippa Boao of the city of Biela said she noticed something was amiss pretty quickly. When I uncovered the arm, I felt the skin that was cold and gummy, and this color was too light. Uh, she said that at first she thought it was an actual prosthetic arm, but it, it had simply accidentally, uh, he accidentally offered her the wrong one, but it wasn't the case. The man was wearing a, was wearing a covering on his torso with two rubber foam arms attached. So he walks so in. He walks in like a chicken. He's walking in with these, <laughs> these rubber arms flapping around. Just like whacking, like, whacking doors. Yeah, just whacking shit. doors. Hey, I'm ready for, hey, I'm ready for my <laughs> shot. <laughs> Shake uh, my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Sign right here, sir. Okay, you got it. I'll be with you. <laughs> Can you please put the pen in my hand? <laughs> oh my fucking god! Uh, the man 
hands were recovered, da, 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 and the man ultimately uh, admitted that his goal was been obtained a COVID nineteen certificate last Holy month. Yeah. Uh, mandated super green pass. The dentist actions received condemnation from the officials of the region of Piedmont, where uh, Balea is located. Amazing. In a joint statement, uh, the health counselor said the case should be classified as ridiculous, as it should be, <laughs> except that there were. <laughs> Talking around the, the gesture of an uh, okay, the criminal may face criminal charges. Walking in with he, he, he could totally where did he do his arms? He's like strap him down, hold him down his pants. So he basically yeah. undid his pants. Yeah, he wrote he somebody ha- helped him. Somebody helped him. They had to. and then he had the arms. And then when you get in the elevator, how do you press the button with your face? And then you walk in, and yeah, your yeah. fucking arms are flapping around. They give me your arm, and then you just kind of like you know. I bet you he fed his hand through the like. uh like Quato, you know, like Total Recall <laughs> style. <laughs> All right, I got to, I got to, let's wrap this up. Okay, one last story, one last story. Uh, I'll give you a choice. Women who sells farts in the jars shocks viewers with science behind the business, or Olympic skier says his penis was frozen off during a cross-country race. Oh, I heard race. about that. Let's hear about it. Okay, pain was unbearable. Okay, and then oh, we're going to wrap this up. No, perfect. An Olympic skier says his penis froze during a cross-country ski race. The, the pain was unbearable. Oh, wow. Uh, oh shit! Here yeah, we go. can you imagine? Oh shit! I got. Oh shit! I fucking lost it. I, I, I get, I'll get your back. Okay. Because uh, I mean, there's so many nerves there. Olympic skier Remy Lindholm of Finland says he got frostbite on his penis during the 50 kilometers cross country ski race in Beijing Winter Olympics. The 24 year old athlete competed in the event <laughs> for an hour and 16 minutes, but had to leave with a heat pack on his pelvic area. Can you guess which body part was a little bit frozen when I finished? It was one of the worst competitions I've been in. It was just about battling through, Lindholm said, during a post-race media session via CNN. When body parts started to warm up after the finish, the pain was unbearable. Lindholm's frostbite injury caused the event's organizer to change the event schedule and course. The race was delayed by an hour and shortened by 40% from 50 kilometers to 30 kilometers. Wow. Lindholm's unbearable injury wasn't the first time he had to deal with frostbitten genitals. He experienced the same injury during another cross-country ski event in Finland in 2021. Frostbite occurs when the skin and tissue under the skin freeze from exposure to cold temperatures. The freezing causes the blood vessels to contract, which reduce blood and oxygen flow to affected areas throughout the body. Frostbite should be treated right away, or it may lead to permanent nerve yeah, damage. Yeah, this is the second time. Black. This is the second time he's yeah, gotten fucking nerve damage. Yeah, but why would you put damage. like a little neoprene, like? Ball cup I don't. You'd think that these motherfuckers in Finland would have figured this shit out yeah, by now, especially yeah. if you're in an Olympic co- competition. Yeah. That maybe we could, we this could be an issue. Yeah, this isn't the Jamaican the, bobsledding team. This it's is like, Finland. I mean, this yeah. isn't like it's swimming. Yeah, this is like this is like you're outdoors training cross country yeah. skiing. Yeah, and there's a possibility of frostbite, yeah. and your penis is the number one suspect. Yeah, especially in those felt suits they wear. I mean, this is, I mean, you, you know what the worst <clears throat> part about this whole story is? That's really, truly one of the only stories of the Olympics because nobody watched it. We watched it. <laughs> we watched the Olympics, including that well, weird Russian thing. it was all like thing. Russian doping and that, shit. The Russian doping thing was a bizarre, was the most bizarre thing I'd ever seen in my life. I mean, it's like, well, it's one of those things you're just like, Russia, just, just stop. So the Russian team, one of the, the 14-year-old kids was tested positive for a, a, a banned sub, yeah. subset, substance. And she was, she was widely criticized number one because she was they let her do it because uh sharia uh, uh richardson that american runner wasn't, wasn't allowed to compete oh, yeah, because she weed. smoked weed yeah which isn't performance enhancing and then they yeah. this 14 year old kid got something performance enhancing yeah. from her her coaches yeah and then on the same team the woman who the girl who won 
was not happy because the girl came in second, freaked out. Yeah. The girl who came in last, or who came in third or fourth on the team, was the girl who was a doping scandal, and everyone yeah. was booing her and giving her trouble. And the girl who came in second was pissed because she felt she needed to come in first and refused to go out on the ice and throwing herself around. And then the girl who so won they, fir- they number one was just like, like this is the worst day of my yeah, fucking yeah. life. Yeah. It was, that was the only story. And next thing you know, let's invade fucking Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, that was his, Putin's last straw. He's like, fine, yeah. we will not meddle. It, uh, we'll take Ukraine. My, my kid and I were talking about the fact we were watching the opening ceremonies and we saw Putin there. Yeah. And then two weeks ago, you know that yeah. this was. You know that yeah. this was going to happen. His head's getting. You know that he's just like he's I mean, sitting there, knowing yeah. that he's going to like. Yeah, you know that he's going to invade. They were saying that he people started watching, started knowing it around the middle of December. Right. People who study. Can you stuff. imagine? Because I think they they went in with all these demands for the Ukraine, and some military experts and journalists got those demands. They're like, these are unattendable. There's no way. Any of these demands are going to be met, and at that point they're like, "Yeah, here, give us this." Yeah. And they knew they weren't going to get it, so that's why the military people were like, "Oh fuck, they're going to go in." Yay! Well, Jeff, what's next for you? What's next for Nico? I'm going to Pittsburgh. You going to Pittsburgh? You going to go to Pomonte Brothers and get French fries on your sandwich? Yeah, fucking a. I don't know. No, I'll be sitting in a residence inn. Oh, waiting. so do you think? Do you think maybe, maybe, maybe I can get you in for the hundredth episode? Maybe we can. Yeah, bring your it? computer. Well, it'll I'm be. It'll computer. be. You won't have. You won't have a computer. Of course, I'll have it. That's why yeah. I, I work bring a mic. Computers. Bring a mic with you, and we'll. I, I want to do. A, I want to do the hundredth episode. It should be in like probably April. Okay. April. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm back. I'm, on the, the, I'm back on like the sixteenth. All right. Well, Easter let me weekend. let me figure out. Where, we're at. Hey, we should do it Easter weekend. Let me figure out which. Let me figure out which which show we're on. What. So we're on, we're on episode ninety two. So this is going to be ninety ninety three. Did ninety four? This will be this will be ninety five. So I'll need I'll need you know. Well, I'm back. You know, I'm back at the end of April. We got I got two weeks at the end of April before I go. Okay, to we'll, we'll get we'll do the hundredth episode. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys, yeah. listen, listen to me, listen to me. Nico Tavernisi is the best. He's my friend. We've been doing the downward spiral for over twelve years. Now it's more now it's more fun because you don't have to do any work. If you want, you should be following Nico Tavernisi on Instagram. You don't do a lot, but he's, the pictures he has are iconic. And he is my close friend. I love this man. And we will see you next week. Okay, everybody? Bye, Nico. Bye, Jeff. If you like this show, take a look at our other shows made for makers just like you at www.makery.network.